Let's go for it. Do we know um, how to pronounce it? I thought I had it up. Hang Shall on. we just call it the episode? <laughs> no, we've got to give it its right name, haven't we? I've got a speech here, thing here. Hang on a sec. Ab Eterno. Well, that sounds so easy. Ab 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 Eterno. Ab Eterno. Ab Eterno. Yep. Would you go with that? The first syllable is pronounced like Fonzie's A. Ab Eterno. A Ab Eterno. Ab Eterno. Okay, Koki, let's go for that. According to dictionary.com, either ab i turno or ab e ab i ab i terno. That's great. There's like seven different things. Let's do this in the episode yeah. then. Okay. <laughs> four, four, three, two, one. Hello everyone, Lost fans in particular, and welcome to Rethinking Lost, episode 33, Ab Eterno, I think it's pronounced. You say Eterno, I say Eterno, mm. you say Potato. Uh, ab Eterno? No, Ab Eterno. Ab Eterno? Yes. The Richard-centric episode, let's say that. Sure. Episode number nine in the season as well. Yep, moving along. The hundred and twelfth episode, hundred twelfth hour of Lost Television. We're halfway through this epi- uh, this season now. There's supposed to be eighteen episodes. It's a good one, and I I'm be interested to see what they do to prevent having a major letdown next week. Yeah, I know some people love this episode. Some people are having almost that natural backlash of well, it wasn't the best, and then you start to focus on flaws and stuff, but. Just stylistically, I can't imagine how they can go back to having an episode like Sundown. No. I, my personal opinion, I thought it was a fantastic episode. I think it, it's a nice... Uh, we had the build-up in Recon and Dr. Linus. Nice, slow, steady episodes, building you slowly up, and then you get hit by this. This was the, um, the life and death of Jeremy Bentham, but the season six version. But I don't think it was... I, I didn't get hit by any spoilers about who it was or what was going on. No, oh, I knew it was going to be Richard episode, but it was. I had no idea it was going to be this story. I thought it was very good. Yeah, I, I stayed away from it, so I'm I'm glad that I did as well. Maybe that helped me because I, I knew the the life and death of Jeremy Bentham. We was all waiting for that, yeah. weren't we? And I I was a little bit disappointed, but this one, it was it was done so well. There was no off island stuff. In comparison to a flash sideways, it was all flashback more or less, wasn't it? It was. Right. It's, it, is this the longest flashback we've ever had? Uh, that's a good. I know question. we've we've had Michael going over the um, over the island, and it was like three days later, two days later, and that was more or less all of the um, the episode as well. But this was just from start to finish, all about Richard, and yeah. it was wicked. I'm, I'm 
feeling good about it. Well, let me ask you one of the first questions I had in my head after it. Now, you mentioned Life and Death of Jeremy Bentham. We all knew we were going to get that story, and we got the story. Yep. You probably could have had Life and Death of Jeremy Bentham, that actual episode, pretty much slotted in anywhere, especially the way Lost tells their story. You could have... We knew he was dead before we got the story, and we could have got that story before they all got together. I mean, it could have... They could have picked that episode up and slid it around different spots in the in the schedule. Well, didn't they? Didn't they rearrange the uh, the schedule of season right. five? I think they, they did. They swapped a couple around and then they moved this one back one. I think. Right. So now this episode, people have wanted the Richard story for at least two seasons. Yes. Could they have given us Richard's story any sooner? Definitely not prior to the season because such an integral part of it was. Jacob and Man in Black. I don't think they could have. I I agree. I as much as we all wanted the story, I think everybody better be grateful that they didn't because something would have had to change. Yeah, it's all in the build up. It's all in the the suspense before it. And once you get it, you're either really disappointed or you just absolutely love it. And I think this it was done so well. Sorry, hold my hands up. It was done really well. Now, everyone's pretty much seen the episode, so rather than necessarily going detail by detail, we can kind of talk about main bits of it. Okay. The story itself of Richard, were you surprised he was a peasant? Did you think he came from family means? Did you think he was going to be an officer on the Black Rock as opposed to a slave? Yeah. I I was under the impression that he was going to be like the first officer and write all the ledger and it was going to be his handwriting in the book that Widmore bought. Didn't turn out that way. He came from very poor backgrounds, and it was it was a nice, unexpected story for me. I really liked the way that they dealt with the story, the story with his wife, how he became a prisoner, and how he was uh, sold on. Well, let me back up a second. There. You said it's not his handwriting in the Black Rock book. We don't know that yet. No, we don't know. it may be that Jacob sends him to go deliver the book in some way or but I, I agree it's it not what we thought it might have been I was surprised just how tragic a figure he was because he was so confident and almost not evil but so cold and calculating he seemed and aloof and disconnected from the the people when we first met him yeah he was part of what made the others seem like bad guys now that changed over time and and I would think of when um Locke kind of first becomes a replacement for Ben. That's really where I go back to first seeing Richard being a little softer and gentler and kind of helping mm-hmm. Locke out, giving him the profile for Sawyer and all. Yeah. Well, probably up until this point, he's never had any match for himself, really, has he? He's always been the governor of the island and walking around doing whatever ever he wants. He's always been there. Everyone knows him. And all of a sudden, this plane crashes and he starts to mingle with them and oh okay what's going on here this guy's telling me he's my leader yeah Locke definitely threw a wrench into that for him Mm. going back to that scene where he gives Locke the dossier on uh, Sawyer Mm -hmm. if he was as we learned in this episode basically Jacob's hand Richard says to Jacob why don't you intervene why don't you steer them to make the right decisions and he says well I don't want to do that but I can I can put you in a position to do that. Yeah. That seems to imply that, that that was Jacob's doing. 
So that was a, a request from Jacob to hand him the dossier on Sawyer himself and to explain who, if you can't kill your father, then someone else can. Yeah. Were you pleased on the way that he was uh, brought onto the Black Rock? His circumstances on how he got onto the Black Rock? Yes. He um, obviously had to get some medicine for his wife, Isabella, or Isabella. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, well, I'll go right to the priest part, where... I've seen people say that it was the corruption of the priest that we were supposed to see in how he sold he sold Richard. But I took that to be, that was the priest intervening to give him a chance for his penance, to, to get right. him a chance at a second life. Because it, the officer says to the priest, like, you told me this guy could speak English. It seemed like the priest had suggested Richard. Yeah, it seemed like that to me as well. But Richard, he just didn't know what to do with himself at the time. He, he didn't know whether he was going to go get hung there and then, did he? Yeah, it, it was very strange, that the whole deal with that priest. And, and even looking on Lospedia and, and other places, there's just this depiction of the priest in a way differently than I saw him. I, I guess everyone feels like the priest was supposed to just say, all right, I'll take your confession, you're absolved of your sins. Mm. Could the priest be a, in a, uh Abaddon position on getting people to go where they need to be uh, to go? Could be. He could be like the new orderly, couldn't he? Just, you know, well, I need this guy on the island. He has to get onto this boat. I know that I can do the deal here. There we go. Yeah, I it's. I just didn't buy into that same reaction I'm getting from other people, that, that the priest was somehow failing to do what he was supposed to do. I, I felt like almost that he was helping. Mm. So the officer comes to buy Richard, and he's uh, Whitfield. Yes. I, I was expecting to hear Widmore. And I sort of heard it the first time, so it it took a, a little bit for me to realize it was someone different. Mm. But my first reaction was, ah, it's <laughs> the family. And purchasing on behalf of uh, Magnus Hanso as well, yes. which is nice to hear. We've only heard his name how many times? Three times, I think, in the whole mm-hmm. whole length of the show. Now, if the man who bought Richard had turned out to be Jonas Widmore, would that have been too much of a of a coincidence for you, or would that have been a Oh, that makes sense. Uh, I think that would have shown that there was a, a third tier on the Widmore side of things, and I'm glad it isn't. I'm glad it was just yeah. a, a, another guy. Yeah, it would have definitely given extra oomph to, to the Widmore family, and we don't know if that's necessarily supposed to happen. So uh, he ends up on the Black Rock because he can speak English. He's got workman's hands, and he's a slave on the Black Rock, obviously going about their business they get caught in a storm now this must have been after jacob saw the ship out yonder when it was all nice and clear so i wonder if it was the night after that it could be or i'm thinking of the way the helicopter came in in a storm you know the weather was never the same we had the same thing with the freighter people remember there yeah like they, i remember when they flew out and in it was just something wasn't right and we talked about it being nighttime and daytime and, and how that didn't go in sync ah yeah okay i wonder if it, that could have been uh, happening at the same sort of time then maybe jacob can see it all nice and calm he goes away but from the the perspective of the boat it's all it's nighttime they're going through a storm it's all getting tossed around and all of a sudden they wake up on the island he said he brought them there now, yeah could it be by manipulating the weather by becoming Ooh. the weather are you saying rain? Maybe. <laughs> That's probably a bit of a force. But I, I would think, if you no, want to say elemental, you know, he can control the winds and the water. and. Mm. 
Okay, I like that. <laughs> I mean, he says he brings them there. I always thought people just blindly took that to be he drew them there, just made them make choices to go here or there. But it could be he's more influencing the path of the airplane, the the path of Desmond's boat, which also got caught in a storm. Yeah. Well, I like this. I like this road <laughs> that we're going down now. I do. It, yeah, it, it could possibly be. He he could have like any number of influences on getting people there, i.e. nudging them off island, you know, into certain places so they make a choice of, you know, either to do option A or option B. But once they're on a course for the island or going past the island, then the weather takes hold and takes over things and yeah. they appear on the island. Now, do you think this is the end of, of the statue? I mean, I know the statue's broken, but I think even originally the producers seemed kind of reluctant to get into the whole thing of what the statue was and you guys are overreacting to the four toes and all that stuff. And so they gave us the statue. It was like a little threw us a carrot. Yeah. And fine, there's the whole statue. You happy with it? Oh, you want to know who it is now? Okay, well, fine. It's this Egyptian person, but oh, now you want to know how it broke. Okay, well, yeah. here. We always broken. want more, don't we? All right, so now it's broken. I, I would think that's it, except... Where I could see it coming up again is if we, when we finally get the Man in Black Jacob backstory, which I suspect will be something similar to this Richard episode in style. But further back in time. Right. We'll go to a point where we see previous people on the island worshipping either the Man in Black or Jacob. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If there has to be... Uh an episode with them a bit further back, I suppose, just to explain where they come from. Yeah, I yeah. Suppose. So I think we'll see the statue being built in there. Yeah, I, I don't want a whole episode of you know people just pulling out bricks and chiseling them off into the correct shape. I'm quite happy with the story of the statue of we've seen it at a certain time, we've seen the remains of the statue, and we've seen the destruction of the statue. Mm-hmm. Now... I have to admit, I have to hold my hands up. You got it right. You said that the black rock, uh, sorry, the black rock would be storm tossed into the middle of the island. Yeah, I was never a big believer in the whole island teleporting or rising up underneath it, but they gave us some reasons to think that, though. No, oh, congratulations, well done, sir. And you hit two birds with one stone because it took out the the statue as well. I, um, I'm not sure that a a boat would be the the straw that broke the camel's back with the statue. Them waves were pretty big anyway. Yeah, I, I think that... Plus, it's such a tall statue, you hit it up high, you get like a lever, you can get more force on the top. Yeah. But anyway, we, we got the story of how the Black Rock got in there, so yeah. wicked. Awesome. Now, what did you think about the, the scenes of Richard on the Black Rock in the jungle? I thought they were, were very cool, very powerful, very well filmed, but mythologically, I think I disagree with some other people and in the interpretations of what things were going going on. Who was what? What was there? I, I was surprised to see the smoke monster. I thought it was cool how it seemed to scan Richard. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. I think that, that that's something that we personally haven't talked about in a long time. Who got scanned and who didn't? And why are some people given that opportunity? Mm. Why did it pause for him and Echo and Locke? And what is it looking for? And I, I think there were presences there besides the man in black i don't think he could have been isabella and the smoke monster and when she gets killed yeah seemingly i i just don't 
Yeah, I'm I'm in two minds on whether could mm, hang on could Isabella be Jack's vision the, the same way that Jack actually visioned his father in the episode White Rabbit. Yes. He saw someone from earlier on in his life, very powerful in his life. He's lost them to death, and it just seems to run parallel with that. Well, when she appeared, my first thought was, oh, he'll appear as someone you lost and care about. You know, the the whole thing we heard Dogen say. Yeah. And then there were other things that happened. There was the butterfly that came in. There was the rain, which, again, I know we're, we're starting to jump on that a little bit, but it made me think that there were other people, there were other forces aware that Richard was there besides the man in black. Yeah. There was the fact that the smoke monster was there and then left. And when the smoke monster first comes and he gives his pitch and he says, uh, you know, I'm not the devil, he is. He took my body and all the stuff. It, it just, it did throw me for a bit. And I was starting to think, well, maybe, maybe the other guy is bad. Maybe he's able to do some things. I, I'm right. I'm conflicted because I see the the obvious, <laughs> but yeah. it just seems too obvious. Now, is he throwing him a curveball there? Is he lying to him or is he telling him the truth? Has Jacob, as we know it now, taken the form of the original guy who was the smoke monster? Or is it just a load of all ball and he's just trying to get him on side? So I, th- I think there's certain elements of that that could be true. He could have taken away his humanity just to... He, you know, he, it seems like he's keeping him on the island. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll, you know, we'll come to the wine eventually, but you know, it just seems like he's trying to keep him on there, and that is why he's losing his humanity. He's, you know, he's losing, he's stressing out, he's losing all will to live, but he has to continue because he can't kill himself. Yeah, it's the dynamic between those two is so strange, and as we've mentioned a couple times, I, I have a hard time deciding whether to find a way to make what I see fit what I thought or should I reevaluate? Because I feel like there were so many things that could go different ways. I, I still think they're either two parts of the same person, of the same presence. Even, like we said, the devil and angel on your shoulder. Not the devil and an angel, but like the two sides of humanity and, and neither one even necessarily perfect without the other. You know, Jacob is, he's a jerk. <laughs> he really mm. is. You know, oh, the he's man too smarmy. Yeah. And Man in Black, he's he's doing all the things that you say like the devil would do. He yeah, whatever you want. But if he can deliver, what's so bad about it? Why does yeah. it have to be with with bad intentions? And people say he kills. Well, you know, Jacob lets lots of bad things happen too. Well, does uh, the smoke monster, the the black guy, uh, the Man in Black, does he refer to Jacob as the devil to Richard because he himself sees him as a devil because? Yeah, he's controlling him. He doesn't want to be here, and yet this is his, the island is Smokey's own personal hell. So he refers to it as hell. This is my hell, and he's the guy here. He's he's got all the power over me, so he must be the devil. I didn't take it that way, but I can see where you're going with that. I thought more it was this was the note that will resonate with Richard. Yeah, yeah. Where if it was like a Faraday, maybe he would have gone a less religious approach. Well, yeah, it it was very religious in the um. In the prison, wasn't it? He, he was trying to, what's the word, repent for what he's done. He's trying to say, you know, however many Hail Marys and try and get him out of going to hell, which is also the reason why he asked for uh, never to die. He doesn't want to go to hell. 
Yep. So Jacob gave him what he wanted. It wasn't his first choice, but he gave him what he wanted. And that seems like the thing that someone wishes for that has a twist in the end. You know, when, yeah. you, when you hear like a fable, I want a tree that has unlimited fruit, but the fruit is poison. You know, that kind of thing. Poison like, chalice. Yeah, he got granted the, the wish that would backfire. But Jacob was truthful in the sense that he he knew that he couldn't offer Richard his wife. He turned around and said, nope, can't do that. Next. And he said, okay, fine. Well, if I, I can't be with her, and I know that I'm, I can't he wanted get rid of all my sins, yeah, then that's it. I'll just I'll stay alive. Well, I don't understand why they can't. What makes, what makes his offense the one that is so unforgivable? Who's? Richard's. Richard. Like, why, why is he not eligible for penance in the way that... Wait, he should do because Jacob turned around and said, well... Everything that comes before that is forgotten. Exactly. So does that mean that all the flashbacks are null and void now? Surely not, because that's the character building anyway. Yeah, I think that was showing who the people were before, and then here on the island, according to Jacob, they have a chance to become someone different. Yeah. Which a few of them realized, but not all of them did it. And if you want to talk about who made the greatest change, I say Sawyer. Sawyer's oh, the one who yeah. changed his life the most and made the best decisions on the island. He became... He became a, a great man on the island. Yeah. I know there's a lot of things that point to who's good, who's bad, but then there were little twists. I mean, Jacob Jacob beat the crap out of Richard, and Man in Black, at the end of all that, when he talked to, to Richard, pulls out the, the gold necklace and gave it to him. So I think you forgot this. Now, do you think that was supposed to be, like, a reminder? By giving him the necklace, he knew that it would always be in the back of Richard's mind. That I think so, yeah. He knew that it... There, there would come a time that he might need him, so what's the point in killing him? There's no reason to actually remove him from the situation, is there? So why not have like a, how, how would you call it? It's, it's just like a safety net, really, with him. You know, offer him, him the trinket and, you know, he might come back to me. Let's see how he goes. It takes 140 years, but, you know. If Richard couldn't die, I know we talked about, how when he walked into uh, the camp, he must have gone through the fence and stuff like that. Mm. Why was he so afraid of the man in black? Because he could kill him. I think he's he's not immortal. He doesn't grow old, but he can be killed by other means. Definitely. He's just a human. I thought that's what he wished for, was to never die. Yeah, I I take it as he, he never wants to die, so Jacob just throws his life there. He stopped growing old, and if he did anything to get out of the situation, he wouldn't die. But maybe someone higher up, maybe his opposite side, could remove that life from him. He also asks, why Why would he ask Jack to light the dynamite and then walk out if he knew that that wouldn't kill him? That's true. It's just, it's so strange, because what is he afraid of? We haven't seen the monster really do anything he should be afraid of, other than, is he just remembering when he first got on the island? Is there other episodes that happened? Well, he's, I, I get the idea that he's seen lots of people come and go from this island. He's seen lots of people brought here, lots of people judged and removed, and maybe a history of that. Can't be he, that he saw, many, well, he saw um, what he did to the uh, the officer that brought him onto the Black Rock. Yeah, well, but that's what I mean. So he saw that, but then it's only another 150 years. It's 100 years till Widmore's there. Yeah. And it's not like the smoke monster got the army off the island. The army sets up camp, puts a bomb there. Richard and... Uh, and and Widmore and all them are fighting the soldiers. Maybe there's more in between that time. You know, there's a hundred years. There's a lot of time there to have people come to the island and play the game. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, somehow the book has got to get off the island. So obviously someone came to the island to remove it from the island. But didn't Man in Black say to him, he doesn't, didn't Richard ever tell you why? And Richard, or didn't, didn't the Man in Black say to Richard, didn't Jacob ever tell you why all these things are happening? And, and it, the implication was that Richard didn't know anything. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. So I'm just muddling it over in my head at the moment. I've only seen it once, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just thinking, I mean, there must be bad things that happen. There must be waves of attacks that are made at various times because they use the ash and because the temple is safe and all that. But at the same time, somehow Ben is able to summon the monster, and that's not considered suicide. No, but we, we both agreed that the monster was looking after Ben Right. at that point. I don't think it was summoned. It was more brought in. I heard uh who did I hear? I heard Lost Chatter talk about it as well. You know, when they Ben put his hand down into the watery plug hole, mm-hmm. pulled out the plug, water disappeared and they said, Right, come on then. Maybe the water was restricting him from getting inside the uh the fences and that was his way in. Because there's lots of tunnels underneath the island, aren't there? Yes. And and, and he doesn't fly over to the other island either, does he? And the water in the temple and the water where the plug was mm-hmm. is this more indication that Jacob is elemental oh yes oh, oh, ah. <laughs> oh I, like that. I just I can't believe he has just the one form that he's just hanging out in that I mean no, he, he oh, doesn't age oh. either go ahead Jacob that is his form that's you have Smokey as well black smoke wandering around and then you have Jacob as the water, and you know, you mix them together, they just won't work at all, would they? No. Water surrounding the island. Water surrounding the island, keeping him on the island. I asked you too last time, can he not go over water? We were trying yeah, to figure exactly. out why yeah. he can't get there. And... That's why he had to get Sawyer to go over to the other island where the plane was. Otherwise, he'd just turn into smoke and straight over there. That's why he can't go over there. That could be. Ooh. But the water, yeah. The essence of the water was keeping Smokey from coming into the camp. That's why Ben had to release the plug to get rid of the water, right. the, removing the water Jacob's wasn't essence. clear when Jacob died because there wasn't that. There wasn't the purity there. Right. Mm. <laughs> I have a question for you. I was thinking, kind of jumping around a little bit. So we have Widmore on the island. We assume he's coming to fight the smoke monster. I've been thinking about that. And we were thinking maybe he was a third party. I'm starting to think now it's not that he's a third force and equal to them. He, he's he got to feel shunned that he was exiled and that Jacob allowed him to be exiled. And no matter how much of a good soldier you are, once you're kicked out, you, you're resentful about it. Mm, yeah. And well, we're thinking he's coming either to ally himself with the smoke monster and, and this is all a trap for Sawyer or he's coming to fight the smoke monster. I was thinking he might be trying to capture the smoke monster. Okay. To harness his power to use it as a weapon, especially if he's essentially like a genie. He can grant these wishes of things, but Right. You know, Widmore wants the island, but he also wants the power of, of the smoke monster. I'll be interested to see what, what's in that room. Mm. I still yeah, I, I haven't had any more thoughts about who's in that room or what's in that room, sorry. We didn't talk about the beginning of this show where they're sitting around the campfire. I've heard a lot of people say that Sun is officially one of the candidates, and I, I don't believe that. I think that's they're misreading the fact that Sun's just impulsive. Yeah, I have my honest opinion, I think it's going to be Jin. And you don't think it'll uh, be the both still? No, I, I think it's one or the other. I find it interesting that when 
Jacob talks to Alana, he says, I want you to protect six people. Right. And this is, think, before Locke is dead. Because she has to get healthy, then she has to come and seduce Saeed, and then get him on the plane. I don't know how much before that Locke died. I know they had him in the cooler, but... Yeah, I... Unless he appears the day Locke died. It can't have been too much before then. No, I, I don't think it was that. Yeah, it must have been way before Locke died. Maybe before Locke actually came off the island. I mean, she's she's in bandages. I don't think the implication was he healed her instantly. No. Mm, I don't know. But the fact he says six people also implies that it's Sawyer, Jack, Hurley, Saeed, and Aquan, and Kate. So that implies okay. it's just the one, but... Yeah. I don't know. Because, well... Lapidus, he was told that he was a candidate as well. Yeah, why couldn't Richard be a candidate? Why couldn't Richard get in the chance to make the right choice? He did. He made the right choice. He was sent to go and kill Jacob, and he decided not to do it. Ah, he tried to, though, didn't he? Uh, he did try to. I, I, going back to that as well, I like the way that uh, Jacob was dunking him in the water. He was very, uh, almost baptizing him, turning him to the good side. So why did he let Ben do it? I don't know. I think that points to the whole idea of knowing that this was all going to happen. Right, okay. Yeah. What did you think about the fact that you got the exact same speech that Dogen gave? Same instructions. Don't let him speak. Don't hesitate. You get one chance. Uh, I, I don't know. I wasn't surprised, I suppose. I, I think that sort of stuff runs right through this show, doesn't it? If, if you see it once, you've seen it you know, two or three times, and you know it's going to crop up again. I like the way that he had the knife, though. Obviously, that was Dogen's knife that he had kept in a, a, a flower pot. Yeah. It made me suspect Jacob a lot more, because as we got the same set of instructions, it, it, at the time I was still wondering, well, maybe he did take Man in Black's body. Maybe we're seeing alternate roles. Like We assume the smoke monster we saw was the Man in Black. Yeah. But what's to say that it wasn't Jacob? Hang on, what one? Sorry. The one that, that ripped through the Black Rock. I no, I don't think Jacob is the Black Smoke though, at any point at all. No, but at the time when Men in Black come out and he says, you know, he's devil, he stole my body, all that stuff, it, yeah. still giving some credence to that. I was thinking, well, maybe this is a reversal. You know, at some point they're going to have switched because he yeah. says that a lot. He says he stole his humanity, he was betrayed. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it, like I said, it's so obvious. He does say all the things that strike a note and hit a touch on a nerve. Yeah. It was good to hear him say, good to see you out of them chains as well, yeah. which is a nice little, that brings that little circle, uh, uh, speech full circle now, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Getting on to the, the wine bottle, the way that uh, Jacob describes all, all the blackness, all the darkness, the evil, swishing around in the bottle, and the island, for all intents and purposes, is a cork in the bottle to stop the wine from coming out and spreading and spilling. Mm-hmm. Were you happy with that explanation? What do you think about it? It makes sense. It fits with the idea of, of this monster being uh, evil, but mm-hmm. it just, I, it was what I would expect him to say. You know, it's, if he's trying to make his case, that's a good sales job, just like when yeah. Man in Black made his case. I feel like the fact that we aren't getting the Man in Black's name says to me, he's Jacob. I mean, I don't think he's a man with no name. I think it's he's the opposite side. I just have a hard time trusting Jacob. Yeah. Can I um offer something to you? Sure. With this island and the the bottle and the wine in in the bottle, I I took two things from this. 
I think there's two, maybe two or threefold. I'm not too sure. Anyway, let's let's say you remove the island from the bottle, i.e., stick it under the ground or under the water. Sorry, like the flash sideways. Mm-hmm. Could the flash sideways be a, a a world where the darkness got out of the bottle and spread its mitts around, and so created not so tempting lives for our losties on in the flash world in LA on the flash sideways it could but i don't see anything bad with those lives no but they're not ideal though are they no they're not they're not they're the great lives and this will also maybe put keeping the island on the bottle keeping it corked in keeping all the badness inside the wine bottle Null and voids the flash sideways, so removing it from a chain of events, so it never actually happened. So maybe, what what were your thoughts on when uh, Smokey smashed the bottle? Did you have any thoughts about that? Was it, I don't know, was did it mean anything to you? It's just the escape was all I could think of with that. Yeah, well, what I was thinking is there's more way, more than one way out of this bottle, thus removing you know a, a, a back door or. It sounded better in my head when I said it. I know it. what you mean. If I can't go past the island, then I'll do something else and get out some some other way. Yeah, like it, he didn't just pull the cork out and throw it and pour it on no. the ground or anything. He, he broke the bottle. Yeah. Well, maybe, I don't know. That, well, there's, there's a certain thing in the middle of the island, isn't there? A volcano? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Oh, okay. Right. Bear with me on this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Volcanoes, they have like a magma chamber underneath the island, don't they? Yes. What happens if the bulbous part of the wine bottle would signify the magma chamber? Smash the magma chamber, island drops beneath the water. That could be. Thus sinking the island. So you're thinking the flash sideways is... A result of Smokey getting off the island. Right, and it's a bad thing. Um... I'm still on Team Smokey, but yeah, it's a bad thing, yeah. Well, what if what if it's, it's the result of having destroyed the darkness and not needing it anymore? Not needing the island, not needing the cork anymore. And therefore, this, so this life without Jacob is because Jacob doesn't need the... They're both free. They're, Man in Black wants to be free. Jacob, it's his job. But when the job is done, neither one of them needs to be there anymore. They so can they're both, both null and void. They can, they're both free, in the sense. Okay. You know, Jacob's not saying if I kill you, I I don't have to guard you anymore. He's saying this is this is my lot to be here and guard him. But if if somehow the smoke monster wasn't a threat anymore, then there would be no need to stand guard at the gates. Yeah, yeah, and, I could go with that. And so then again, this could be the result rather than the defeat of Jacob with the defeat of the smoke monster. And then we have this world where Jacob's influence isn't felt. The right, things okay. he seemed to do just aren't there because he's not there anymore. He's not needed. Yeah, he's not pushed Sawyer into the direction of finishing the the letter. Right. He still has. He's still bitter about how his mother and father died. He still wants to find it, but he never wrote that. He's not letter at Jen's he wedding. He's not. Yeah, keeping them together. Yeah. Where else would he be? He, as as you said, he stopped Jack from realizing. Oh, so I can't remember. Right, but well, we never saw his relationship with his dad. But he was he was content enough. Mm, who else? Who else had him? Who else have we seen? Saeed. So what would what would happen to him then? Nadia would have died. Well, she died because Jacob 
intervened. And oh, that's right. Right, so she so she died. wouldn't have died. They would have crossed that road fine. But his life went a different path anyway. Yeah. But I think the the implication of the lighthouse was that he had been watching them multiple points in their lives. Mm. I don't know. I I can believe that would be where the flash sideways is affected. Something, like we said, something happened. One side wins. or For some reason, the effect of one is not felt anymore. Yeah. No, I I like the idea of the the flash sideways actually being both of them removed. You know, with with no darkness to, to fight against, then... You've got to have good to have bad, don't you? Yeah. Otherwise, everything's just straight down the, the middle. Mm-hmm. You, you've got to have bad to have good. But you remove one of them factors from their lives, and then the other one just doesn't really exist. Yep. Mm-hmm. I would be interested to go back and look at the flash sideways and see if we're seeing an, a different person touching each of their lives. Mm. People are saying how you know they all seem to still be intertwined. For example, let's say it was Sawyer. If we see Sawyer puts his hand on Jack's shoulder at some point, he grabs Kate, he helps Locke up into a chair. Like, if we could go through and pin together, like, wait a minute, someone's had contact with all these different people. But that doesn't seem to be happening. Yeah, that would have been cool, to have them pass something through each other. Mm-hmm. Like a little chain of events. That would have been cool. <laughs> see, they forgot that, didn't they? Yes. Is there anything that we've uh, forgotten out of this episode? No, I, I think it had a lot in it. I think it's it's pretty cool. Oh, I know what I want to say to you. So we have Hurley with, um, he delivers the message from Isabella. Oh, yeah, of course. At the very end, he delivers the message to Richard, and then he has one more bit of thing to Richard. And he looks guilty, he looks uncomfortable, and he says, oh, she said one more thing. Do you think she really said it? Or do you think yes. that was... I think, uh, you know that bit that he he said something, Hurley said something... Uh, in was it in Spanish or in English? Before he goes in the woods? No, no, no. After that uh, speech, uh, Isabella had disappeared. Then he said something. Then Richard said something, and then he turned around and said all the stuff in Spanish to him. Which, if you've seen the episode, then you understand what I'm going on about. Yeah, I don't remember. It, it's, too much it Spanish seemed like that. it seemed like Isabella had disappeared, and then came back and went, "Oh, hang on a minute," and said something else to him. Maybe I'm reading it wrong, but that's the way it came across. I'll have to, to me. look at that again because I I was struck thinking like, well, wait a minute, did Jacob tell him to say that one extra thing? Mm. Ah, what? Oh, okay. So Jacob appeared next to Richard. Yeah. I mean, it was an uncomfortable spot for Hurley to be in anyway, but he just had this like guilty kind of like, oh, oh no, yeah, there's one more thing, like not making eye contact or anything. It seems weird. Like, where would she have said it? Because we saw the things that she, he was supposedly relaying. When she says, "Like I'm with you all the time," and I'll save you. Yeah. See now, has it? Oh, so I'm, I'm wondering if any other podcasts are going to turn around and say that Richard and Isabella could be uh, Adam and Eve. See, any any pairing could be Adam and Eve now. Yeah. Oh, let's not go down that route now, because <laughs> they always want to be together. But I don't know. Well, yeah. Anything else that we've missed? I'm sure we've missed stuff, but I think we did a pretty thorough analysis. We also don't want to just repeat the things that everybody else is talking about. I think we've got some good theories there. Jacob is water, remember. Well, that's I I would point to that, because I can remember rain being a recurring theme in Lost, and when you go to the Lostpedia page, there's a whole chronicle of all the times rain occurred. It's normally when bad stuff happens. Well, you want me to run through just some uh, run through quick ones here? Go on, then. Alright. Season 1. Jack and Kate and Charlie are running from the monster. Locke embraces the rain and the monster appears immediately after. Edward Mars attacks Kate. Jack and Kate argue over ending the Marshall's suffering. 
Michael tells Walt, I'm going to get your dog back as soon as it stops raining. Walt looks out, and the rain immediately stops. Jack's mother tells him to go get his father in Australia. Jack fights with Ethan. Lock and mm-hmm. Boone find the hatch. Ethan is shot by Charlie. Sawyer shoots Frank Duckett. Shannon tries to kill Locke. Jack and the others head to the Black Rock for dynamite. It's all season one. Season two, Shannon is shot by Anna Lucia. Yeah. Edward Mars is transporting Kate to jail, and they almost hit the Black Horse. Black Horse? Uh, Charlie attacks Sun. Claire, Kate, and Rousseau find the staff station. Side to Anna Lucia and Charlie find the balloon. Jack and Kate journey to the line. Christian Shepard and Anna go and visit Claire. We've never seen the smoke monster when it's rained either, have we? Not so far. Well, the two times they were running from the monster in the rain, but that would almost be maybe protection. Ah, no, right, okay. They're running from the monster. Yeah, and the the rain is trying to protect them from the monster devouring them like the the pilot. Yeah, all right, here we go. Desmond's released from a military prison. Desmond crashes his boat. Season three, Locke picks up Eddie in further instructions. Desmond builds a lightning rod to protect Charlie's tent after foreseeing a storm no one saw coming. Kate slips through the bars to enter Sawyer's cage. Kate calls Edward Mars from a phone booth. Kevin Callis calls Kate from his patrol car. During Ben's surgery, Pickett holds Sawyer at gunpoint. Kate and Sawyer run from the Hydra Island but stop at the Point of Hope, reaching a beach. Desmond confronts Charlie in his flashback, predicting the rain. Kate and Juliet get in a fight. Desmond, Charlie, and Jin are watching through the jungle looking for a parachutist. Uh, Charlie considers quitting the band while changing a tire with Liam. Yeah. Charlie gets caught in a rainstorm and starts running through the streets, and he sees Nadia being mugged in the alley and comes to her rescue. Yeah. Season four, the survivors split between Locke's group and Jack's group. Um, season four, when Locke's group takes a break on the way to the cabin. In 1996, when Desmond first begins to experience shifts between present-day reality and the freighter. When Emily Locke gets hit by a car, and when Richard Albert comes to test young Locke. All in the rain. Season 5. Locke is alone in the jungle after the first time shift. Jack goes to inquire Carol about what she knows about Aaron. Uh, And when the remaining people on the island are teleported from 1988 to an unknown time, and the first appearance of the French science expedition are all rain. Mm -hmm. So again, bringing them to the island. Season 6. When Jack is looking in the pond at the temple, his reflection is distorted by raindrops. It's lightly raining when Saeed returns to the temple to relay the message from Man in Black. So it did rain. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, but only it was lightly raining. Yeah. Yeah. Richard rides his horse in the rain to find the doctor. The Black Rock is caught in the storm, and it rains one night, and Richard is in chains. That's always a big deal, too, that Locke was able to predict the rain when he was in harmony with the island. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's something to think about. Yeah. Can we also just uh, give kudos to... Who's the man who plays Richard? I can't never remember his name. Richard Nestor Carbonell. Yeah. Big kudos to him. Yeah, it was a great it, episode. It just seemed like two different characters. You know, the way that he was uh, speaking the Spanish and his voice was going up and down and all distorted and it was just perfect. Absolutely perfect. Yeah, I think it was just an outstanding episode. Okay, well, should we close it off there and yep, let the it. let the emails roll in? Yep, I know we're forgetting stuff, but we definitely liked it. <laughs> we welcome yep. your feedback and, and your ideas. We do have that contest going on. If you want to put together a 30-second promo for us, something we can play on our other podcasts and share with other people, 
just send it as a mp3 or a WAV file to rethinkinglost at gmail.com. It will be closing that off April 20th, and you know, we'll pick the best one. We'll give you a Lost t-shirt from the ABC store. If you got any feedback or ideas, you can reach us on Twitter at SHC1970 or Elton McManus, all one word. You go to our website at podbean.com. If you're listening to us through the Lost Podcasting Network, make sure you check out the other great podcasts there. Yeah, definitely. Consider subscribing to us directly, too. And I guess that's it. We'll be back in another week, huh? Yeah. Thank you very much, guys, for listening. Hope you enjoyed, and see you next week. Yep.